When I was on the road, it was very hard to practice all the time. Once you once you left the, your house in in June and headed out to Reno, practice got pretty small after that. It was a very limited amount of practice that you would get. And so I would always keep a bunch of good runs on my phone. Good runs that I made that I loved where I just rang the bell, where my timing, rhythm, and balance, where I nailed it, where my first swing was correct, where I was ahead of my horse, and I'd rope the horns clean and handle the steer good and face. Watching those good runs, and I always like to watch guys like, I always follow guys like Clay Smith and Caleb Driggers, uh, Trevor Brazil, uh, Luke Brown. You know, I'd always, Speedy Williams, I'd always watch what their strengths were, and I'd watch those good runs, and it kind of helped me develop my muscle memory to do things correctly. So I grew up roping in the 80s, professionally roping the 90s, and I went through a lot of transition periods where the game of team roping evolved. And so I had to slow my roping down and rebuild it a lot of different times. I had to use a lot of visual visuals to get me to keep me up with the updated roping styles that was going on. And so keeping those good videos to, the, to watch, because you don't always get a chance when you're out there on the road to rope your way back into a groove. When you would get a, into a funk out there, you may not get to rope your way back into it. So there'd be ways where I'd have to learn how to use visuals to get my rope into where I could dissect where my roping needed to be and where it was. So if I was missing the right horn, maybe my hand was in front of my head. And so in that way, I'd watch the visuals of the good ones. I'd watch the run that I would make that was when I was missing. And then I would watch my good runs and I could see where my first swing was and where it was going and critique what it was that I needed to fix. And so how I'd use that in my videos is I would write it down when I would watch my runs that were really good and then I would watch the run that I would miss. And I'd try to find out what the difference was. And so then when I would go into the box again, I would remember, okay, now remember that first swing, whatever it was that I was trying to critique. And that would be on my mind because if I'm already getting a good start and I'm hitting my lane and I'm throwing good in position, I'm getting ahead of my horse. Those are things I don't have to think about. I have to make sure that when I'm hitting that, when I get in that little slump, that whatever it is that I'm trying to work on, that's what's going on in my mind to get myself out of that slump. But I have to have those visuals and videos in order to be able to dissect that. I think the majority of ropers nowadays have a great blueprint for some of the best visuals in the world. Your American rope horse fraternity. Now you guys are able to develop your own style and watch anybody that you want now because the American rope horse fraternity, they're getting, they're getting judged on how well their horse scores how well their horse runs up to the steer, how good he rates in position, how good he gets his horse and shapes up that steer in the corner, how good they frame that horse going up the pin, and how good that horse finishes right there as a healer ropes where that head horse keeps pressure on that steer's head all the way to the face. Well, in my opinion, that would win a 13 roping down all the way to the 7 roping. And so now you're able to watch guys like Trevor Brazil, Andy Holcomb, Miles Baker, Caleb Driggers, now they're all roping in position because they don't get scored as well if they reach. They have to use their horse. And so you're able to see now the best guys in the world roping from the exact same position that you are. And you can dissect how they leave the box, when they bring their first swing up. You know, guys like Kobe Lovell and Ren Richard and, and Tate Kirkenslogger, guys like that where they're running up in the exact same spots you are, you can dissect where their swing is. You can dissect how they pull their slack 
how good their corner is, how well they frame their horse, how well they set up that face. You can develop your own style by watching some of the best guys in the world rope in the exact same position that you are. So to me, that's a great blueprint right there to develop your own style. And then the book with winning in mind, I really like that book. It's by Lanny Basham, With Winning in Mind. And he was an Olympic shooter. And I like shooting and archery for studying because of how well the technique is and how well everything, the focus that they have to have in order to pull shots off, what they're focusing on, what they're seeing, what they're telling themselves. And he has a part in that book that he calls the preload. And I really like the preload. I used the preload a lot when I was roping and when I was rodeoing. The preload is where you're visualizing the run that you're wanting to make. So you're visualizing what the start it is that you're seeing, where your timing, rhythm, and balance is you're pushing your horse forward, leaving the box, and where you're bringing your right hand behind you, where you're bringing your first swing up. Visualizing your horse right there in his lane as he's riding all the way to his position as he's slowing down. Visualize where you're seeing, where your swing's going as you're about to pull the trigger and make your delivery and pull your slack and get it tight around the horns. How you're setting up your slack as you start to dally and what your left hand is doing in the corner is how you're setting up the corner for your healer to come and rope. How well you're able to get that steer pulled back down there to you at the proper 110 degrees as you're bringing him back up the pin. How well you're facing as your healer right there is throwing and catching two feet as you're setting up where your right leg is in the side pass and how to get your horse facing the steer and the healer to get the flag. All those things that you go over in your mind, all the proper little techniques, every little detail, you'll be amazed at how that will strengthen and, and build your muscle memory. I used to do that all the time. And that's how sometimes that was the only practice we got was to practice in our mind when we were out there rodeoing all the time. And so what I would do is being able to visualize the run that I was wanting to make. Telling yourself what you're going to do does so much for your confidence. It does so much for your preparation where you're able to see that run that you're wanting to make. There's another instance of what I read one time where a guy, I believe he was a fighter pilot in Vietnam, and he loved golf. He loved golfing. And they said he went and played 18 holes all the time. And him and his buddies, and he said he never could shoot par. They said that he was great with his clubs, great with his irons, great with his driver. They said, but he was terrible at putting. And he never could shoot par. Well, they said he went off to Vietnam. They said he got shot down. I believe they said he was a prisoner of war, I believe, for around seven years. Don't mark me exactly right on the number, but I believe it was seven years he was a prisoner of war. And he said every single day he played 18 holes in his head. He said that was one of the things that kept him alive, kept his mind off of everything else. He would visualize playing 18 holes every single day, never missing a shot, visualizing his putt, visualizing every little technique that he had with the the club in his hands and where the ball would go. And they said when he finally got rescued and got brought back home, they said the first thing that he wanted to go do was go play golf. He wanted to go play golf with his buddies. And they said he went home and played golf, and for the first time in his life, he shot par. And his buddies were just, they were ecstatic. They couldn't believe it. They're like, this doesn't make any sense. How in the world did you shoot par? You haven't played golf in seven years. How in the world did that happen? He says, I don't know. The only thing I can say is I ain't missed a shot in seven years. And so it's amazing what can happen when you visualize doing the making the run that you're wanting to make in your mind. It'd be amazing how much that will add to being able to get consistent with your roping.